One of them days, huh? It is absolutely one of those days. All Spring. right. Spring is pronged. And welcome back to the Seventh Star to the Right podcast. I think we're on session 12. So how about that? Who's keeping count? I am. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> keeping count. You should probably write that down somewhere then. I'm oh, expecting yeah, I'm, in the I'm future. writing it down somewhere. Put it on the whiteboard. In Jeff. fact, it, it, within my notes, I'm also keeping track of how long you guys have been together, which is... I think has come to be like a little less than two weeks at this point. So when okay. you say you you think we're on session 12, what you actually mean is you're 100% certain that we're on session 12, but you're just trying to be cool about it. What? Yes. <laughs> yes. No, I, I have it written down specifically here and I have my session 12 notes up. So yes, it Jeff is session 12. A, Jeff actually got a tally mark tattoo. And after every session, <laughs> he does it himself. It's pretty, it's pretty wild. Yeah. I, I do one of those prison tats. Yeah. With oh. a sewing needle and a hammer. Uh, <laughs> oh, on that lovely note. But yeah, you guys have been together um, for a little less than two weeks. I think it's like 12 days or something I've calculated. Although the, like, the past three episodes have all taken place within the same day. This so, is true. Uh, a lot has happened. Would you guys like to reminisce about what happened these last couple of episodes? Try and get us to where we are right now. Hey, remember when we found <laughs> the person on the ship? We were not expecting that. That was that was fun. Yeah, fun times. <laughs> what we're talking about. Well, um, one thing that's fun is we found a bomb and then we just decided to completely ignore it because we decided not to throw it into space. So that's a thing. Did just mentioning just, it. Yeah, we, we just, just left that, it there. We just left 100%. the bomb there. You're like, yeah, we should sure yeah, 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 don't want to deal with it. We should yeah. tell somebody about that. I think we were gonna, <laughs> I think we were gonna uh, tell somebody about that. That's fair. We we might have been intending to to tell somebody. Tony about is that. aware of it. Or yeah. maybe it's a fun surprise. <laughs> In fact, Tony Tony was the one who told you that he thinks it was it's a, a bomb. bomb. Yeah. Maybe Tony's um, dumb. Maybe Tony is lying to us. What does Tony know about bombs? I don't um, know. Maybe you should ask him. No. Talking to Tony. Absolutely. On earth would we talk to Tony? We'll talk to the dog. <laughs> um, yeah. So anyway, we explored. Uh, we explored a dungeon area in the form of a ring on the space station. We beat up a bunch of stuff. We found. A lot of stuff. We found a lot, a lot of stuff. stuff. Well, Some of the things being robots that we beat up. Yes. We, as we then took as stuff. <laughs> this is mine now. So we found an office containing a man named Dr. Kyle Reed. He is somehow affiliated to Dr. Samantha Calvin, which I'm into. It was also a very weird murder scene type thing with like hologram that kept playing on repeat. And also we had to like break into the doors because they were welded shut but then we got in there and somebody had clearly laid him out in like a respectful funeral fashion and also his wedding band is missing and there's a weird puncture wound there that descriptively from what what you can tell looking at it story-wise screams poison <laughs> oh, no. and then yeah and then so we did that i made copies of everything <laughs> um just taking pictures of literally everything while alex took a nap and then we um, grabbed as much stuff as we were able to carry. And then I am now going back to the ship so I can work on repairing myself mm -hmm. because I only have one hit point. Yes, because you took a, a massive uh, malfunctioning the... gun to the chest that sent you flying from that heavy <laughs> warbird. True. I did do that. Yes. It's better than a functioning gun. It's true. Oh, Probably much, true. much better than the, the, the functioning one. I think that. 
the functioning gun had like 2d8 worth of damage or something like that so that's a lot of damage that's that's a that's lot of damage, a lot of damage. <laughs> um so yeah so you, you guys wrapped up last session basically saying yes we have defeated this ring we have performed all of the tasks necessary and rodana um with her crew had started you know, taking control of things. They came down in the elevator. They're starting to secure the, the different areas. Right. Um, and obviously, um, you guys had gone through R&D too, but because of the amount of damage that was yeah. sustained there, um, when you guys turned on the um, life support system, that was closed off, as well as cool. the uh, the broken walkways between system maintenance and R&D. Right. So right now, there's only one path to the elevator, and that's through the uh, the residential and recreational s- section. If you want to pass into the space station, you must defeat me at foosball in the <laughs> recreational section. Uh-huh. Or racquetball. <laughs> yeah. God. All right. That was, that was, that's, that's not cool. You can't do that to Alex. <laughs> that's not what he sounds like. I need to practice my Alex voice in case oh, yeah. any relatives ever show up. I'm a sad medic man. <laughs> Oops, yeah. Okay. Well, then. All right. We're nihilists. Where are we, Jeff? I don't know. I'm so. devolving already, and it's only five minutes into this episode. Perfect. So, uh, you guys have gotten everything that you want. Um, mm-hmm. Micah has the bin full of guns. Um, Hell yeah, I do. Alex, Alex has now drugs. has drugs. And Nona has, you know, advanced oh, robotics. Bunch of parts and, so, and you know. the laptop and the Oh yes, and, and the laptop and the, the the recording device as well, the holographic yep. recording device. And a black slab, but I found that earlier. That and is true. Thing. So you, you guys are, are heading back. What what what's the current plan of attack right now? Obviously, Nona, you want to get back to your ship so you can yeah. like not be at one HP anymore. Yeah. Um Micah and Alex, what are you exactly heading back for? Are you going to talk to the, the crew that's cleaning up here? Are you just going to immediately head back up and back to the ship? They came down, so we're yeah. still we're still like so, in the yeah. The idea mm-hmm. was you you guys were sort of the vanguard. You get, secure the area, turn everything on, and then they were going to come up and sort of back you up, and then start securing the area in case the um the automated defense systems decide to send another wave up, right? Because now you kind of control this area, this ring as a chokehold, and the first ring uh, is ideally protected because um, they have to go through the second ring first. Yeah, I guess if Nona is heading over. To yeah, the um, so I I would be heading in that direction if I am in any way walking past Desdemona. We said she was here, or no? Desdemona. Ooh. Rodana? Rodana? Rodana. Desdemona. <laughs> Who the heck? Okay, yeah, great. Rodana. Rodana. I have no idea where that came from. It's a great name. It it's a, a really it's a cool name. name. Yeah, I, yeah write, somebody write down for later. <laughs> yes, uh, Rodana. If I am walking past her, I'm just going to mention briefly that I want my one sixth of this in robots and robot parts, not Only. money. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's fair. And so you, you guys are, are making your way. You, you obviously went through the the residential and um, recreational. And that's where Alex got his his drugs, mm-hmm. and you guys are walking down this um, the pathway uh, in between the sort of main elevator shaft and the outside ring, and you can see uh, a bunch of these um, Ursum and the Paragon freelancers um, setting up sandbags here and there, you know, yeah. pre- preparing to secure this particular location, very similar to what you saw 
at the um, the first ring. Right? Before before we get too close to anybody, I want to kind of pull Micah uh, aside a little bit and um, just kind of like, um, so uh, good job, Mr. Accomplished. I've, I wanted to uh, quickly drop all of my dice. <laughs> Uh, and then immediately afterwards, I'd just mm-hmm. uh, apologize for my for my earlier outburst. Um, not not for the sentiment beside it, but for the candor behind it. I suppose there are better ways to solve things than shouting. So, so yeah, uh, that that's it. That's very good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't don't worry about it, man. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I so. Well, I, I get what, where where you were coming from. I, I maybe get a little uh, gung ho sometimes, so I, I can. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't I, like I, I can, apologies. Are weird. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I I can try and uh, try and keep an eye out to to not stress you out too much when we when we try and do that. But appreciate it. Okay. I'm gonna punch you in the shoulder. <laughs> Everybody hits the same shoulder. <laughs> cool. Awesome. So you guys have that 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 little talk as you're making your way up, and you you can see um, a, a bunch of Paragon freelancers that you you've seen but haven't sort of formally met, um, putting things up and around. Um, you see Rodana as you guys head more towards the um, the elevator. She's in that opening um, that you guys uh, found before, and obviously, when you first found this state, there were a bunch of um, bodies sort of just strewn about in various states of disarray. And it appears they've sort of been starting to be put over to one side and stacked and have like little cloths over top of them. Uh, you see uh, Rodana in the opening here talking with, um, is it Zix or Dix? Zix is the big one. Zix is the big one. Um, talking with Zix as well as uh, Tony, who seems to be debriefing them. And uh, Rodana sees you guys approach and she comes towards you guys and says, uh, Nice work. Yeah, easy peasy. All right. You guys couldn't deal with this? <laughs> we wanted to see uh, what was down here, and it was easier to send people who are not necessarily affiliated with us. More expendable. Contractors, <laughs> really. Hey, you and know what? I'm, I'm not complaining. I'm going to heft up my box of shit. <laughs> you guys get the reap some of the rewards, we get to reap the other half of the rewards, and now we have a place where we can live. Speaking of which, I would like my one-sixth of the spoils of this to be in the form of robots and robot Accessories. Yes, robots <laughs> and robot accessories. And uh, Rodana sort of looks at you like, yeah, it could be arranged. So when and it comes to payment, it's going to take a while to sell, sell all this stuff off. Um, we can probably get everything sort of appraised so we can tell you guys about what you're getting, but we're not going to be able to give it to you all right now when you'd be able to sell off this stuff beforehand. But we can certainly take the advanced parts out of <laughs> the equation, take that out of your sort of sixth, and we um, can move on from there. And she looks over at uh, at Tony, who gives her a, a quick little nod, and she looks at you, Nona, and said, I, I heard you took a took a big bash down there. You all right? Yeah, I'm fine enough. Nothing. A little rest and relaxation won't cure. I handled the first aid aspect of it. Decently patched up. Well, maybe you want to get it checked out with Diane in the med bay just to make sure everything's all right. Uh, Internal bleeding can be a hell of a thing. Oh, I know. (laughs) Yeah, of course. All right. 
And she gives you guys a, a terse nod and sort of goes back to um, discussing with um, the uh, with Zix and uh, Tony. There's nothing worse than somebody who is not a medical professional who is like, oh, you know what's bad? I, I've heard that internal bleeding is very bad. <laughs> I googled it and it might be <laughs> in space internal bleeding. <laughs> space WebMD experts over here. Great. So you you guys you guys want to just take the the elevator up? You don't have to do it manually anymore. You can actually use the elevator. Yeah, so no climbing up and down that ladder. Yeah, that you guys yeah that'd be nice. Yeah. Cool. Elevators are good. So you, you guys um, take the the elevator up, and you know there's obviously less people around um, in this this ring right now because um, most of them are, are down, sort of securing that second ring. Mm. Um, what what do you guys immediately sort of want to do? Um, known as the only one really hurt. So I know what your sort of plan of attack was. And you just sort of like, <laughs> wave as you leave to go like, towards the ship bye. to have some yeah. privacy to do that. Micah and Alex, what are you guys planning on doing? Oh, also, oh. by the way, th- there has been a, a dog with you this entire time. Right. Yes. <laughs> no, this has been uh-huh. following you I've guys. Um, let me know which way you go and I'll tell you which way the dog goes. Uh, I would... Probably, uh, I'm going to go check on Claire and just kind of see how see how that's going. Yeah, I'm going to, I mean, drop off my crate at the ship immediately, but then circle back. That's uh, a good call. Yeah, go see Claire too. Okay, so we've got Nona and Micah heading off to the ship to drop some things off and to um, fix themselves up. Mm-hmm. And Alex, you are going to go with, uh, to check on Claire. Right? Yeah. So um, you guys go off and do that. Uh, if Micah. Micah were to help me fixing, would that go any faster or is it just sort of locked in at 15 minutes? You know what? Um, I'm going to say w- with the assist, it halves the time. Um, Sweet. Then I'm going to request assistance. Micah can hold the flashlight. <laughs> Pretty much. Well, My- Micah's got, she's got the fixed skill. I think. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, I've got some or background, not with like whatever. super robots, but I could probably help. Yeah. And um, so you guys go off and do that. You're fixing Nona up. Um, Make sure to, so how this works is, um, I didn't say it on air, so I'm going to say it now. Do it. Um, One part is is worth a character level worth of healing. So obviously for Nona to get all the way back up to, I think, nine HP, uh, you're going to need to spend three parts. And sadly, you you lose that one. one. Um, And each one of those parts takes about 15 minutes in order to sort of use up and gain that healing. And in order to help, you need to have at least fix zero, which I believe both Micah and Nona have. So you guys are good working on that. Alex, you guys sort of split up and you go um, start heading towards the um, the med bay. And this, um, was it Bernie's mountain dog, is um, following you. Oh, good. Yeah. Just like, just... Not uh-huh. doing anything, just sort of <laughs> panting and just falling at your heels. I, I stop as I realize that it's like following me and I look at it <laughs> and then I keep walking. And it keeps walking. I stop and I look at it. <laughs> like, you know, there are others. There was there was the ones who like actually found you. And it just sort of it takes a, a sit down and pants <laughs> as, as, as it waits for you to do something. In this episode, I, Alex has a staring contest with a robot dog. <laughs> Riveting. Okay. Who will blink first? Good. I guess uh, well, I'll, I'll introduce you, and, uh, and then I'll go uh, to the med bay. So um, 
It follows you the entire way. It hasn't barked or anything like that or said, uh, danger, danger, master again. Which <laughs> okay. <is> like, <laughs> <laughs> which it's, it's a thing that it can sign. do. Which is mm-hmm. it's generally a good sign that that doesn't happen. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so stupid. <laughs> so you open the, the door to the med bay and you're obviously familiar with it. Fu is on um, one bed still sort of um, nursing his uh, laser rifle injury. Um, and Claire is... Uh, the um the, the bed is now sort of inched up a little bit, so she's not holding herself up. Um, but uh, she is sort of not completely in parallel to the ground. You know how how hospital beds do. Um, and uh, Danny, uh, as well as Adam, is in there, and they um Danny and Claire are just chatting back and forth. Oh. And uh, Claire sees you come in and says, "Oh, hi, Alex. Hi. Uh, you're awake. That's good. Uh, don't get up." I'll, uh, and then I'll go uh, grab grab a seat uh, somewhere over by Claire. Um, yeah, just just came to drop by. Uh, um, I'm very comfortable in sterile environments, so this is nice. And um, obviously, you you walk in, and uh, the, the dog follows, and uh, Claire sort of speaks up and says, "Ah, uh, you understand? You have a dog following you." <laughs> Yeah, I was hoping that, you know, if I never addressed it, um, because this is all theater of the mind and we don't have anything that you, you nobody else would, would say anything either. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, this is, a, this is a dog. And it followed me. And that's, that's really honestly all I know about it. Um, and she... Uh, she's... Do, you, do you like dogs? I guess. <laughs> She so she smiles at at obviously you you don't love the fact that this this dog is following you, and yeah I I like them we have some of them on Orisiame none this big and she goes down to uh to to pet it and he licks her her hand back um and she says and she says um I was under the impression that there were not other live things here. Like organic? <laughs> Don't know how you got that impression, given you've been in the med bay stoned out of your mind this whole time, woman. <laughs> well, sorry, I've sorry. been talking with Dan. <laughs> that was well, not in character. <laughs> well, well, you know, the boundless love that a dog has for people d- d- can do some d- some pretty crazy shit. Like, let it survive in vacuums. <laughs> The dog never really dies. <laughs> the dog never dies. Trust me, we tried. Um, and uh, Danny, who's still here, uh, speaks up at that and says, Oh, Adam, I think you have a a cousin? And Adam sort of looks down at the dog and sort of squats to his level and says, Hello! And the dog just barks in, in response. Maybe. I was found on this ship. Are you saying this dog was also found on this ship? Wait, was that the response to the dog? <laughs> no, Adam uh, got back up and is addressing you. Alex. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, this dog was found on the ship. Uh, down under. And uh, Danny um, sort of squats down and starts inspecting it and says, Wow, this is a really good replication. Um, okay. And this is one of the things you guys carried back? I look at Claire. <laughs> Claire likes the dog. Claire, Claire seems to. She's been petting the dog and sort of 
like smiling as she's she's petting it. Okay, but you got to take care of it. <laughs> Our space daughter, you must take care of this this dog if you would like to adopt it. It's a good to... way to teach her responsibility. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I mean, not me, but, uh, you know, kind of a team lift effort. After, you know, once we got up, he, he can walk, as dogs do. And, and uh, Claire speaks up and says, does he have a name? No. Oh, okay. Just been calling him dog or not even like really oh no i have not been addressing the dog no oh, okay <laughs> and she 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 looks down at it and says we could probably think of a name for this thing and he um obviously likes that and is wagging his tail nice <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh good uh i've never had a very good naming sense so it's probably for the best that it's not me she sort of nods at that i can't my name is spelled incorrectly too. It there's an I. There's two eyes. In Alexander, it's uh, pretty fucking. <laughs> it's got about twenty eyes at the end, but all of those are silent. <laughs> so um, you, you guys um, sort of uh, just sort of hanging out in the the med bay. Anything else that you particularly want to talk to Claire about? She seems obviously better than she was obviously still not a hundred percent she is still bedridden she still has a very pale complexion which you know considering that she is already a very pale person is kind of impressive so you just sort of checking on her and sitting just hanging out with her danny and uh foo who's sleeping over a couple cots over yeah like literally just like taking down being in a med bay is is nice is a good thing for alex yeah you guys have a chat. Um, <laughs> what, you don't want to lecture her about the dangers of drug use, Alex? <laughs> no. So Dare doesn't work. You, you, you can't. <laughs> Got it. So you guys are off doing that. Micah and Nona, you yeah. guys are at the um, the ship. And obviously you, you take off your vac suit. That wasn't mm-hmm. necessarily needed and you are um sort of open up the different compartments and it is kind of weird micah (laughs) because on the outside obviously nona looks to be very human like to just a visual inspection it is exactly what a human would look like but she obviously can pull sort of her stomach apart and you can see some of the damaged circuitry in there and she's just sort of ripping stuff out and putting other things in and say hey can you hold this and you're just watching this as sort of she's working on herself yeah i I saw her like opening up her chest to get to her core earlier so i have some idea of what to expect but especially with yeah how how much damage there is that looks pretty gnarly (laughs) i will try and help how i can i appreciate you okay so you guys doing that that happens yeah i'm also gonna ditch the vac suit on the ship and change back into my secure clothing cool I'm contemplating to myself whether I want to ditch the rest of the stuff as well, or if I should continue carrying that on me. The um the the advanced components and stuff. The advanced components, the mm. hopefully plot relevant laptop, the other other. I have three laptops now. I think, assuming a data slab is vaguely a laptop. Yeah, because I got my yeah. normal one, I got the darknet one, and I have the plot relevant one, which I think are all different things. Yeah. So the, um, the black slab is basically more of a, um, a hacking device yeah, at right. this point, um, because it has a lot of those, um, sort of algorithms and viruses that allows you to bypass certain types 
of um, security systems. Whereas uh, I think, do you have a compact? I guess you also have a, a data slab as I well. I do. Right? I've got, I think. Hold up. Yeah, a data slab yeah. is effectively a, a, a science. Uh, science fiction computer. Yep. Um, so yeah, you, you I was just more remarking on the fact yeah. that I'm carrying around three laptops. So you, yeah, you- cool. I think I'm going to put in my quarters, which will finally be useful for something. I'm going to put the projection desk in there, and I'm going to put the um. Hmm. I'll I'll leave the black slab for now. I think I'll put that in there too. Okay. So you, you're. Housing some of the, the more yeah. important stuff. Um, Starting a horde. <laughs> yeah. So obviously, um, Tony saw the um, the the hologram mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, but are you just gonna say I'm taking this and? It was part of my thing that I carried. I want it. It's uh, it's exactly. pretty. No reason other than that. Um, okay. So you you guys wrap up there. Do you guys immediately do anything there after you meeting up? With um, Alex in the med bay, you're just hanging out on the ship. Um, you haven't really been given any specific directions. You uh, assume that Rodana will eventually like talk to you guys more in depth about the findings that she's had and what the next sort of plans of action are. What are you guys doing in the meantime? Uh, yeah, after uh, Nona's kind of more or less patched up and she seems like she's doing better, I'm going to head down to the med bay. Cool. Yeah, I will follow. I'll go with them. So you guys are, are reconvening in the in med bay. You, you find the, uh, the the dog. You find Alex. You find uh, Danny and Adam have left at this point, and Claire is just sort of hanging out with um, Alex. And Fu is all the way on the other end of the um, the med bay, um, still sort of sleeping off his um, his issues. You guys have anything exactly you want to say or talk to her about? Just sort of. <laughs> Making <laughs> idle chit chat. Yeah, it's like, uh, how, how you doing, kid? Feeling a little better? And she uh, she looks up at you, Mike, and says, "Uh, yeah, it's um, not ideal, but you know, gotta work your way through it somehow, right?" Yeah, you're a trooper. And she she's obviously um, a little guarded. You can kind of see that uh, she doesn't. She, uh, there's like a, a layer of guilt and, and stuff like that. And she's just not super comfortable with everything right now. So yeah, you guys are just, you're hanging out there. Actually, after a couple of 15, 20 minutes, uh, mm. Diane actually comes in and uh, says, Oh, Nona, I was looking for you. I needed to give you a quick checkup. Rodana gave me, uh, told me to. And she goes over and starts like rummaging okay. through supplies. Okay. Okay. I just want to call out that I am feeling fine and I am a little bit resentful of Tony for assuming that just because I am a woman, I cannot take a hit. Look at me. I am doing okay. Oh boy. (laughs) That's a thing to say. And um, obviously Diane is a woman as well. Uh, Could you roll a a wisdom (laughs) talk check? No, leave me alone. Sorry, charisma talk check. (laughs) We sure can try. I will say I think that um, particular choice of words helped you out. Fantastic. That did not, though. I got a four. Mm. So Diane uh, is, a, is a little bit um, taken aback by <laughs> she's never really heard you talk like this before. And she goes, um, hey, uh, if you don't want me to, I it just sounded like you could uh, have 
gotten a bad hit and just wanted to make sure we checked everything. Uh, I I can understand that, but I I really I am okay. And she looks over at you, Alex. And I keep like, telling people that like I I worked on her and she was fine. She just needs a little bit more rest, but you know, don't trust the doctor. And Diane just sort of gives a uh, a smirk and then just not shakes her head and says, "All right, I won't. If you guys are are good doing you, you do you." Um, and she goes over and starts um, checking on uh foo so you guys hanging out in the med bay um chatting with um claire and everything and after a while uh rodana comes in and says all right so next plan of action is obviously to get down into the uh the final layer right now we're looking through all of the um documents and uh, computers that they have down on that second ring looking to see if we can find any uh, schematics so you have a better idea of what exactly is going on here in this station in the meantime you guys have free reign of the station um go to the mess hall if you want use med bay if you need to we'll talk more about exactly what we found on those rings as well as how much monetary value they might have other than that I'll let you guys know when I do. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Sounds great. Uh, just one question. Uh, did Tony point out the, the briefcase that was handcuffed to a person? And the bike person, I mean corpse. <laughs> and um, Rodana looks at <laughs> you and says, uh, yeah. Um, Zix is taking a look at that now and seeing exactly um if it's anything we need to worry about if it's inert or if it's active it hasn't gone off this long so hopefully it won't choose now to go off um but he's taking good care of it okay good yeah just checking why are we gonna head into the next section you think well as as soon as you guys uh want to go well we probably want some uh schematics we're obviously trying to turn off the automated defenses which since they don't appear to be in the second ring appear to be down farther into the bowels of the station we assume once we turn off that we'll have free reign of the entire place but i don't know it could be a couple of days Hmm. all right yeah i guess let us know will do and she um she walks out so you guys obviously have free reign of mm. where you guys are right now. What, what what are you guys? Let's just sit down for a second <laughs> and say like, what is each person here, um, Micah, Nona, and Alex? What are you trying to do in these in these next couple of of days before you try and um, presumably go and try and uh, turn off these internal defenses? Like obviously, a lot happened for uh, Nona at the very least. <laughs> Um, last episode and you guys have also been uh, working together for uh, almost two weeks now but you obviously each have your own sort of personal goals so just what exactly are each of you thinking right now what are you trying to get out of these next couple of days is there anyone you're trying to talk to specifically um i think for alex's part at least um, there's there's nobody who who he is 100 percent gonna reach out to at some point, he's going to ask about the ship again, getting new credentials for it, uh, making sure that, you know, when this is all done and we continue on to Ursiame, like, 
that the the ship's all ready. Um, so probably like Zix or or whoever's gonna be working on that. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, I think he just kind of circles between cafeteria for only for meals, um, like back to the ship and then checking on Claire every once in a while, and that that's it. So very much Alex is keeping He's, to himself yeah, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, Nana's got two goals really one being retrieving that temporary core from wherever she hid it and working on plugging it into the ship properly i know we discussed last time that that would take a while Mm -hmm. so you didn't have time to do that um don't know how long that's going to take but that would be that would be next goal and then after that is finished going through just all of the information that was taken i'm gonna start with the easy stuff Mm-hmm. And then if I make it all the way through that, going to go try to get into the laptop somehow. Okay. Potentially using my black slap as it is a master hacking device. So, um, yeah, it, it, it depends on how focused you are on adding this component to the, um, the ship itself. I think this would be something along the lines of modding the ship, mm-hmm. um, which does require quite a bit of time, parts, and money. Yeah. Um, so I can look that up at okay. another time, but yeah, we can definitely, that is something that can definitely happen over these. And that's sort of, of an if else, if whip. we don't have the resources for it, that's also fine. Just... But you could at the very least get started on yeah. putting this, this, this work together. So obviously modding the ship, yeah. um, going over the information that you have currently trying to get into the laptop. Are you going to be going down into the, um, the second ring to try and gather more information? It, um, definitely a possibility. I was sort of expecting to do that if anybody else also wanted to go back there. I don't think I would wander back there by myself, but if there's anybody sitting around like sort of doing nothing, or if somebody else ends up wanting to go back there and just check stuff out, Mm -hmm. I will follow. Okay. I think that that's sort of priority three, getting back there and seeing more information is first of all, protect little part of my soul that I cut off better. Mm-hmm. Second part, just digest the massive amount of information that I already have. And then third priority being go down and see if there's anything I missed. Cool. Micah? Uh, yeah, I'm going to try and track down Rodana. I think kind of when she's like a little bit away from everyone else. Uh, and uh, yeah, I want to ask her a couple of questions about stuff she might have heard about a uh, company called Zethra uh, and uh, yeah, weapons sales that might be sent to Orisiame. Mm-hmm. And if, if yeah, it's kind of this, this place or she has any connections or knowledge about that, that I might be able to pick her brain about, maybe do some work for her in exchange, anything along those lines. Mm-hmm. So networking a little bit. Networking a little bit, yeah, yeah. So you you go up to to Rodana, and she's obviously overseeing um, a lot of work that's happening on uh, level two. You heard earlier that she was going through the documents as well as with um, Zix and Dix. Um, she's all also overseeing some uh, maintenance of the different of the different sections and walkways to try and get it you know up and running again, rather than the disheveled husk that it is now and she's overseeing stuff but you, you can tell that she's um 
not quite like actively in. So, so you go up to her and, and start talking to her. And what was this, this company's name? Uh, Zithra. Nice. She goes, uh, yeah, I've heard of them. Um, what have you, what are you trying to learn about Zithra? Well, uh, yeah, you know, I've heard they've got a little bit of a, an operation going on with, uh, Orsiame. I don't know how much, you know, they're like a little bit away from here, but there's kind of a whole, you know, warfront situation there. And yeah, I kind of wanted to, to look into a little bit more, maybe like how they work and, uh, you know, we're, we're all cool here, right? We're cool, right? Like we're, we're helping you guys out. <laughs> and, and, and she sort of nods at that and says, um, yeah, I think I've heard of Zethra. We um, interacted on a few times. Can't say that we uh, left on the um, best of terms. Uh, they uh, are very particular about um, certain things, especially the um, the civil war that's happening on Arisiyame. Um, as to their current whereabouts, not entirely sure. I think they're still in the, the Metanar system hanging around Orisiyama, at least based. That's where they get a lot of their uh, their traffic from, um, doing things for the uh, the children. And, and she goes into thought, says, I did hear that they were trying to move a shipment of, of parts um, and uh, weapons into Orisiyama, particularly for one of the more embattled zones coming from the, uh, give me a sec. I need to pull up the, the right information mm-hmm. here. The, the Pani Paola system, um, w- uh, weird stuff. Uh, so dropping back from this, this conversation, mm-hmm. um, the, uh, the Pani Paola system, this is sort of the entrance into the tiger head cluster. If you guys remember, that is sort of the cluster of systems that you guys are currently in. And so it, it's basically the entrance to the um, the, the rest of like Metadar and Magalka and all the other systems that you have yet to even like um, talk about. So some things, some weird things come in through there that come from other clusters and other sort of sectors that are outside of your immediate neighborhood. And um, as she's talking about this, um, she says, yeah, it was the shipment apparently has got a lot of very expensive stuff in it. Um, some kind of newfangled weaponry. Um, not entirely sure what they're tra- planning on using it for, but generally weaponry like that ain't not used for good or protecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a, a bit of an interest in that shipment. Uh, I think you might be able to point me toward someone who maybe knows a little bit more, maybe what kind of directions they're taken well danny's head of uh communications if anyone's heard anything you could probably talk to her about it she would definitely know more her and adam are trying to listen in on all those different frequencies to see if uh they can learn anything that might give us an edge i'd go talk to her all right cheers thanks dude (laughs) and she she nods and, and goes back to um her work so Nona, are you when you interact with? Uh, sorry, when you're trying to find all of this this information, mm-hmm. right? Are you interacting with people? Or are you just sort of going over all of the stuff that you immediately took? I'm mostly mostly reviewing all of the stuff that I took and trying to, you know, 
at that time, it was grab as much information as you can and get out with the intent to sort of digest it later. And particularly and, from Kyle. Yes, um, from Re- Kyle Reed's office. Reed's office, um, okay. Generally, so I gathered, I was going for general information about robots such that it might be something that pertains to me, mm-hmm. either figuring out what's missing or learning how to repair myself better, very like survival-esque kind of goal oriented and then pictures of the files and stuff that were on his desk in order to better determine where Dr. Samantha Calvin may have gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I just, I took the laptop for the same reason with the suspicion that there might be information on there that is useful. Okay. So I, I'm going to have you make a, a, a couple of roles. Sure I'm trying thing. to think of the, the best way to sort of have you go through um, this information. In fact, this might be something I'm going to actually use the administer um, going through these Ooh, bureaucratic sort of fun. documents and stuff like that. Um, I think this is the first administer <laughs> skill check. Um, so uh, give me an intelligence administer. Um, and also you are um, aware that this is a skill that um, Alex has. So oh, if you want to seek out his help and say, help me look through these things. I Yeah, if, I'm, so. if, if I suspect Alex can help with that. One hundred percent for sure. I will go find him. Where are you doing this? I I've been sort of like basing myself on the ship. Okay. As a default. Yeah, if it's on the ship, for sure. You I'll, you can track him down. I'll I'll, I'll 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 help. Hooray! So we each Friends. roll. Jeff, we each roll. Yes. Sorry, I'm I'm writing something down. How dare you? Uh, administer intelligence. Um, you are assisting, so the idea is if you get above the thing, you give her um, a bonus. I got a five. I got an eight. Okay. So there, there are definitely some things you learn, obviously, by going off of what the, the particular things that you're looking for. I have a, a list of notes here that I'm going to go through and give them out to you, um, which means I need to read. <laughs> Apologies. That's completely fine. Yeah, a couple of things. It seems for uh, whatever reason, well, obviously, so this this station itself, it um, had two purposes. Right. Um, there was the sort of the money-making purpose and there was the research purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, the money-making purpose, um, it was specifically created to um, make on-demand uh, robotics for uh, various roles. Um, mm-hmm. They performed, it made a lot of, um, soldier robots, security robots, like loaders and stuff like that. And so like even Jander robots, and they were making those um, for people who sort of gave in specific orders. Um, and that was the money making aspect of it. This is something that we've sort of iterate upon. And mm. that's sort of how we make our money so we can do this other thing. Right. And the, the research aspect of it was really um, looking more into trying to build these synthetic beings and these artificial intelligence that could learn and sort of were more malleable. So you didn't necessarily have to have a janitor robot or a soldier robot. You could just create sort of this, for lack of a better word, like STEM uh, stem cell robot where it could, you could give it into, put it into a particular job and then say, this is what your job and it sort of grow into that job and learn from it rather than having to maintain all of these different virtual intelligences for all of these different jobs. And there there were also other purposes. Like they were looking at a 
bunch of different purposes for true AI. Um, additionally, for sort of like transhumanism. Um, so the idea of taking a, uh, a flash of someone's mind uh, and their brain and then sort of imprinting that on top of something true AI. So one could effectively transcend their humanity or their mortal coil. That's not going to come up later. It's fine. Oh, random absolutely not. The si random side plot. Um, <laughs> I'm throwing away my humanity, Jojo. <laughs> and also just um, practice in um, creating just synthetic life. So that, that's obviously what the, um, this, that pet bot division was doing um, because it's obviously easier mm. to replicate animal behavior than human behavior. Um, so yeah, it, this one side of it, which was the money banking business where they took orders and gave out, um, these different types of robots for various uses. And then the research part, um, and they were backed, um, by the, um, the oligarchy on, uh, the planet of gal. So obviously that information is, is given out to you specifically. So that, that's what you learn from all of the, the various, um, documents that you have in front of you Sounds now good. i want you to try and hack into um, the, lab. the laptop itself okay. um so i believe that's an intelligence intelligence hack program <laughs> fantastic i also would like to use the black slab if that is relevant here uh yes that will give you a plus one fantastic time to hack oh my goodness gracious um eight and that was with the plus one? That is with all of the pluses. Yes, I am rolling very poorly today. All right. Um, yeah, so you get in. Um, you oh, don't have um, complete control of the, 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 the laptop, but you can sure. scan sort of some of the surface files. And you think with a little bit more time, you can get in and get more information from them. But there's some information on this laptop as well. It, it, it seems more, um, rather than, this administration, sort of how this ship works, it's definitely a lot more personal to yeah. um, Kyle Reed themselves. He he had a long chat file with a Dr. Samantha Calvin. Her uh, office was particularly on the other end of the station in the second ring on the other end. If you remember, there's rings Separated on both sides. By space. <laughs> <laughs> Two lovers. <laughs> there are so many dick pics. <laughs> space divides their people. <laughs> Scanning some of their more recent talks back and forth. She appears to have come from Orisiame, the planet of Orisiame. Sweet. And uh, additionally, she was um, both head researcher as well as um, chief technical officer of the station. Um, and they were talking a lot about the um, the creation uh, known as Quinn, which you heard referenced in the um, the hologram recording as well. And they, they talk about um, these designs specifically for um, her core, which is rather than a spherical thing, a, uh, a tall cylinder that is sort of um, stood up by uh, different um, steel sort of structure. What, what is the thing? A grape. No, um, scaffold. Got ah. it. There you go. So obviously it needs to sort of be housed a little bit differently. Cool. Um, I think that is, yeah. That, so that's sort of what you, um, 
you gather specifically from that. There's also some weird talkings uh, about um, something that um, Calvin was particularly working on, this idea of um, sort of quantum relocation, um, which uh, sounds a little bit... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Of, ah, course. Of, yes, of course. Um, which you sounds would. a little bit similar to what you are innately aware that is your quantum phylactery. Um, yeah. it talk, this, this talk about sort of... You take the quantum and you put it over there. <laughs> you you can't quite understand or follow exactly what she's she's talking about. It's very very dry, very scientific, but it, it sounds similar to this sort of dual location of a, a a single sort of being. And that was called what again? Sorry, I didn't type quite fast enough. Um, it was uh, quantum relocation. Relocation. Cool. cool. Um, before we move on, particularly if Alex has been helping me this entire time, I'd just like to turn to yes, him. Yes, of course. Time. I've been st- sitting right next to you. Hello. The whole time. Question for you. Sure. Does mentioning the fact that you're a woman work to dissuade people of bothering you at all or only when it comes to physical things? Because that worked out a lot better than I expected it to. Well, I am... Um... Probably not the person to be asking about this, simply because I'm not a woman. Um, I know that I try not to bother anyone, but you probably you should probably seek advice from somebody who is not me on this one. Hmm. Do you think Micah would know? I think Micah could help. <laughs> Fantastic. I'll remember this for later. So that is information that you sort of were, were, were trying to gather. Um, you got that um, sort of the basic workings of the station a little bit more about where they were at this point in time with sort of creating a, a true artificial intelligence as well as some personal ties that um, Dr. Samantha Calvin maybe had. Fantastic. Um, Alex, you were, you've been sort of going through your rounds. You helped out Nona. You, um, been going to the mess hall for food, sticking around on the ship, visiting Claire, who does day by day, hour by hour, seem to be getting better and better. She's obviously still not great, still throwing up occasionally. Um, you found that um, her and the uh, the dog have kind of bonded, and he sort of hangs out with her. The dog doesn't follow me anymore? No. Um, great. Fantastic. <laughs> Alex loves it, that. It wasn't getting any love from you, and Claire <laughs> started showing it some love, so it was it stuck around with her. And you you, you visit her, and she's obviously getting better. Um, have you... Um, you guys are getting pretty close. Uh, have you come up with a name yet? And uh, she um, pets it and says, um, there's this old story about a dog that waited for their master and was really old and everything. And when, you know, he, he, he got back from his long voyage. Um, it just was happy to see him, even though for some reason the man couldn't say hi. And he sort of just died right there. Um, something about an odyssey. Um, I've never heard this story. This sounds like a sad story, Claire. And she sort of pouting a little bit. Um, I don't. What's this the, dog waited? What's the What's the name? Argos. That's you know what. Claire, she, that's a, she, she looks down and, and sort of. <laughs> she's pouting. And is like I don't 
That's I thought it was a good no, name. You know what? That's a good name. That's a, that's a fantastic name. It makes it all worth it. I will have to, I'll, uh, you'll have to tell me the story at some point now, just because, wow, that's a good name. <laughs> okay, you saved it. You can't give me a charisma talk. Roll, roll for bullshit. Roll for bullshit. Charisma talk. Uh, nine. Okay. She, uh, she is appeased by your apology. <laughs> Fantastic. She did not see through your bullshit. Alex um, likes that. <laughs> <laughs> Alex likes that. Uh, one, it was appeased, and two, Claire got mad at him. It, I, he thinks it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> and she, and the, um, the the dog has, rather than just sort of sat next to her bed and having her its head petted, is curled up on the um, the, the bed itself as you guys are having this conversation. Register so. name Odgos. <laughs> it just sort of looks up at you and tilts its head. Select star from name equals Odgos. <laughs> <laughs> Drop table. <laughs> Drop table dog. The, the dog dies. <laughs> <laughs> if dog exists, drop dog. Oh, no. <laughs> it just falls over. <laughs> so, um, Alex, you were also going to um, try and reach out to whoever was sort of um, in charge of the mission to rewrite those those databases specifically for the ownership of the um, the Phoenix. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, y- you talked to Rodana about it, and it's uh, Dick's Zix. And Dix are the ones who are um, sort of heading that mission. They have the technology in order to sort of override that information. And um, Fu and Diane are going to be the ones to sort of infiltrate and sort of put that um, because they actually need a connection to the the database itself. And then they'll run um, Dix and Zix's uh, program. Um, so you, you guys come in. Sorry, not you guys, uh, Alex. You you go to to look for. Um, for uh Zix and he is in the uh the laboratory on the, the the first ring his little workshop and he's going through and and playing when you come in and you can tell that he is messing around with the um the bomb that you left earlier is there any sort of is there any kind of it. blast shield or or anything set up no absolutely he's not he's noping right out of there uh yeah alex <laughs> it, it does it does appear to be taken apart slightly um <laughs> alex hangs over by the door assuming it's not like too far like a single pang of fear like little heart stop uh and then i say uh uh, just, uh hello uh good T- time has no meaning on the ship uh hello <laughs> hi do you have a moment and uh zix looks up and says certainly uh first of all is the Fuse or or however that works off. Uh, I just I I don't want to take another step closer unless I know. And he um, scratches his head and is, I'm ninety five percent sure that it is. Can we talk outside? And he he looks. Uh, It'll be over quick. I just um yeah I just want to make sure we're, we're fine. You know, just checking in. And he he gives a as much of a pout as you can see out of because this is the fat the crystals completely cover his body and can only really see his mouth so you can kind of see can't see his facial expression but he does a little pout with his mouth just all right and um you guys take this conversation out into the um the hallway good yeah sorry to uh disrupt your work i know uh, i've i've uh, i've made a bad habit of it 
not just with you, but just kind of in general, I interrupt a lot of people. Um, so did your, I've, I'm kind of checking in on uh, the Phoenix and getting that registration changed and, and up to date. I just kind of wanted to see what the timeline was on it. Uh, if there's anything I can do to help, I, I doubt it, but I figured it's nice to ask. And he, um, he thinks a little bit and says, no, I, we're working on the algorithm right now to try and fix up the whole issue. Um, we'll obviously need your particular um, IDs at that point so we can inject that into the database itself. But um, how many, all of our IDs, just one? Just perhaps. the owner. Just the owner. Or who you want Somebody to write to as the list. owner. Yo. <laughs> okay. My ship. It's fair enough. Yeah, absolutely. I'll get Dix to get that from you guys. In the meantime, we'll, we'll probably have uh, Diane and Fu go out and get it. There are uh, there are, are more um, heavy, less heavy-handed. Um, what is the word? Infiltration. <laughs> or there are infiltrators, um, mm. and uh, they'll they'll get an access to one of those um, consoles, so we can inject that information into the database, and you guys should be all set. Um, as for timeline. Uh, probably we're going to need to wait until Fu he heals up and then they also need to get over into uh cast for that, which will probably be another six days of traveling unless they take the laughing devil, which has a spike and he goes into <laughs> a sort of technical over. So like, a, so like a week. Uh, yeah. Maybe less. Maybe. Got it. <laughs> Got it. Maybe more. Um, and Good. Well, I don't want to keep you for too long. Um, it's an interesting project, this uh, device. Looking back at, at the and at the room. Yes. <laughs> he, he His face lights up. He says, very interesting. It is some sort of pre-tech bomb. I think, mm. think, it's some kind of pseudo-nuke. And you, you enjoy having this in your workspace and living space? Well, it doesn't. It, it appears to require some sort of arming mechanism in order to even fire. And considering we don't know how to arm it yet, it probably won't explode. 5% chance, give or take some percentage. <laughs> but it's mostly inert. Probably. <laughs> and he, he goes back uh, into the, the laboratory. Um, could you make a quick intelligence snow check for me, mm -hmm. please? Uh, yes. What? How much does Alex know? How much does Alex? He know? does not know. You know nothing, Alex. Whatever your last, last name. name is. Um, <laughs> also, if I am seven, once stuff is appropriate, I'm gonna go find Micah. Okay. Just so he can seven no. So with that seven no, so nukes are something of way way past. So before um, like pre tech era, this was like um, it's modern day you know, nukes from t today. I've heard of them. Yeah. So you, you heard of nukes. Um, there are, um, they were a very barbaric, not extremely useful device that once um, nuke snuffers came about, which effectively prevents a nuke from actually activating. It basically renders it inert within a field. So any major city, any major space station would have these nuke snuffers just sort of built as a part of them. This is where um, this pre-tech 
artifact comes in, which is a pseudo nuke, and it's able to bypass that snuffing field <laughs> and effectively is a nuke in a briefcase. So are we saying that it's a pseudo nuke as in like a fake one, or are we saying it's a pseudo nuke as in when a computer doesn't want to do something? It's spelled as a fake one, but it, yeah, it's a, it may be a little less powerful than an actually nuclear warhead, but it's on that sort of level of devastation is able to actually bypass these nuke snuffers, which have basically become like, because really anyone in this day and age could make a nuke. And sure. so they're they're really used anywhere. Yeah. Sure. So yeah. as Zix retreats, Alex stares after him for a little bit and then goes, I need to get the fuck off of this shit. And <laughs> he turns around and he walks, walks away. So, no, no, you were trying to find Micah? Yeah, I'm going to go hang out with Micah. Okay. Anything um, in particular? You're just hanging out. Well, I hey, mean, no, if, no, we, if we ever... <laughs> Well, two things, actually. First of all, I was thinking about maybe swinging back through the second ring. Yep. Second ring. See if we missed anything useful the first time. Also, I have a question. Are we by ourselves? Yes, you can be on the the ship or something. Okay, perfect. (laughs) So, in an attempt to deflect away from my health, I mentioned that I was a woman and that there was a man who was trying to, you know, put me down. I think I've heard before. I saw I this used that, in a yeah. bar once and it was very effective. I'm just wondering, are there other use cases? Uh, okay. Yeah. I didn't notice that you, uh, you pulled that card back <laughs> in the med bay. Um, honestly, I don't think you need to need to do that, dude. You're like, you're a strong woman. You don't have to, like mess around kind of getting people to like uh like give you pity or something like you're better than that i, don't I, think I will point out they they were going to scan me and find out oh that i know I was a robot uh, like like that it worked like do what you got to do it worked hmm. i think we probably could have like navigated that like a different way i'm just saying like if you're asking me as like if they're like if they're giving you shit like maybe like people do like all the time just fuck them uh like it's it's not it's not a trick that I really pull because I feel like it's demeaning yourself, but mm. but like yeah, like it'll work. Okay, use in case of emergencies. Got it. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Whatever works for you. You gotta find your own way. <laughs> gotta pave your own road, <laughs> your own path. Uh, right. it, it got Diane off your back, so yeah, whatever. If it works, it works. Shrug. <laughs> no, no, writes down in her notebook. If it works, it works. <laughs> this is underlined. <laughs> if it works. So, did you mention you guys want to do a, a second go? That's what I, what I was ring? asking. Yeah. Um, if, yeah. Okay. Take, wants to take a me. stroll around. Like, they, I think I saw some of the folks from the ship kind of going down the elevator, picking around stuff, but we can, we can take a stroll. Alex, is are you guys inviting Alex? If you don't have to, that is able to happen. I don't. We've sort of just been sort of all uh-huh. doing our own thing, bouncing yeah. around. But if we can figure out where he is with minimal effort, sure. Yeah, yeah for sure. I'm mean, probably he's... catching me on the way back from uh, the pseudo nuke. Being worried about the mom. <laughs> it's like I need to get off this, this, this get off. Oh, goddamn station as soon as possible before we blow ourselves up. So <laughs> you, you guys um, head down and. 
to the second range of sort of overseas stuff. And you're you're looking specifically for just anything and everything. So I think I am going to specifically avoid Kyle Reed's office unless somebody else draws attention to it. Somebody from the oh geez, Paragon Freelancers. Paragon Freelancers. Thank you. The good guy, the good guys. <laughs> and the good guys for pay. <laughs> Um, so unless, unless somebody specifically draws attention to that, I'm going to actively avoid that and instead go looking through for just other useful stuff and information from the labs kind of thing. Okay. And very much a let's just wander around and see what we see kind of thing. So if either of you want to go somewhere specific, um, speak now. <laughs> I think if anything, Alex is going to give the directory another kind of once over. Mm-hmm. Um I guess looking for Calvin, presumably who had an office, though they might they might be on the other side of a blast door at this point. Um, and then Dr. Kyle XY. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, Kyle Reed. I um, forgot about Kyle, that. Kyle Kyle Reed. Or like anything, if there's anything that catches his his eye there, but otherwise just kind of Looking for stuff to do because other uh, he's just there to accompany Nona because Nona asked they asked him to be there so he's there. <laughs> so um, yeah, you, you guys are, are looking around. Things are a little bit nicer than mm. when you guys first come down. <laughs> All the bodies uh, are sna- stacked nicely. <laughs> yeah. So um, one of the things that you had been hearing about is just that's one of the things that Rodana has trying to do as soon as possible because now that life support is sort of on. And bodies are sort of around. <laughs> yeah. You don't necessarily want that. They're mummified in space, but not the, the greatest thing to sort of keep around um, if you're trying to move in there. Um, so they have been trying to be as like, you know, uh, what's the word? Respectful mm-hmm. to the, the bodies as possible. But they have been sort of piling them in, in different places and um, getting ready to... Um, out into space. Give them a Viking space Viking funeral. Fantastic. Or you you they go out into the void and you hit them with a laser. Yeah. <laughs> like Fantastic. the Death Star. And obviously they're continuing to work on the different areas um, to try and make them more uh, up to standard uh, living standards. Cool. Um, and have been using the, the dual sort of uh, blast doors in order to work on the second R and D. So you guys can't get into second. R&D mm-hmm. um, because that's something that they're working right. on and you is currently doesn't have any oxygen and stuff like that. But you can you can get through all the other sections, system okay. maintenance, R&D and stuff like that. Um, as you guys are looking around, you um, Alex, you were specifically looking for a um, sort of d- directory and yeah. like there's one sort of on the walls, but you don't see any mention of uh, Dr. Samantha Calvin. As you're paging through sort of like HR notes, you do notice that they're were a bunch of offices, both in other R&D wings, both on the second ring uh, that you guys are currently on, as well as the second ring of the other end. And you do see a Dr. Samantha Calvin did apparently have a office over there as well. A wide array of um, people and um, positions as well. You have a bunch of researchers, but you also have a bunch of people that seem to be working a lot with um, engineers. So rather than like... Um, trying to figure out the secrets of any particular life. They're building processes and building um, different components and stuff like that. And they were mostly sort of housed um, in the second, well, in the middle part of the station, which has come up over and over again as the factory. 
and the uh, the factory floor. Nona, in, in your in your search for things, you do find something interesting. <laughs> what? That was Crazy. gasp face for um, those of you who cannot see. You find a, a cat. <laughs> I was thinking that. Part of um, oh, part of R and D one had a an entire section on uh, psychics and oh. how um, psychics could be used in robotics, and it seems like some of the um, the research that was being done was seeing if there was something to metadimensional energy that could be leveraged in order to um, sort of create a vessel for a true AI, because just all of the necessary requirements, it would require such fine work that you can't really do it unless you blow everything up. And if you blow everything up, it's kind of not useful anymore. So they're blow requiring up as bigger or uh, blow, blow up, up as, as bigger. Yeah. Got it. So you think of like a, a um, like the, the first computer and how it needed to be gotcha. like loaded onto a, an entire truck. And now we have like smartphones of our day. Um, there, there was sort of a limitation there going from one to the other that really only psychics could um, bridge the gap for and additional work being worked into to seeing if they could maybe house some of that information um, and utilize metadimensional energy to sort of as the core of it, if that makes sense. Sort of little bit confused. Were you trying to make robot psychics or use psychics to make robots? Use psychics to make robots. That could do more cool stuff? No, just that using psychic. Stuff. Yeah, Got it. it really... What the um, the house the um, that researching uh, facility seemed to uh, come to the conclusion of is that in order to make something that is akin to true AI, you would need the use of psychics and perhaps as well metadimensional energy as gotcha. as a physical object wouldn't be able to sort of Sounds work cool. that way. Perfect. Thank you. The the other thing Alex is going to do while we're walking around here is um through uh residential and, and recreation or whatever if i can find like a toy ball or some kind of chew toy because this <laughs> is like a pet ai thing yep. he's gonna he's gonna pick that up yep you can find that just fine <laughs> the chew toy is also a robot everything <laughs> is a robot hello <laughs> please throw me <laughs> <laughs> you are very good at throwing me Oh, that guy. So yeah, you, you guys found a little bit of extra information as well as during your search. You also find more and more information about what the factory is. Um, it appears to house um, really all of the, um, it's the money-making process of this entire sort of situation. So it deals the most with making robotics parts, making those advanced robotics parts, automating um that creation and stuff like that, um, as well as shipping directly out from there, as well as housing the own um, internal defense systems of the entire um, station. Uh, additionally, it appears that it was a very heavily armored um, part of the, uh, the structure. It's the most safeguarded of the entire station. Um, so... From that, you can assume that's why the Terran Mandate seemed to try and go through the second ring in order to um, infiltrate the uh, the station itself. Mm -hmm. cool. cool. So you guys 
you find all of this stuff out. Um, you can go on through um, anything additionally that you're looking for on this 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 ring. I would now that we've been here for a while, potentially be interested in meandering past uh, Kyle Reed's office just to see if anybody has encountered that whole situation yet. You know, nonchalant, whistling, just walking around, trying to see what they have discovered kind of deal. Mm-hmm. Ah, you are on my ambulatory path. <laughs> hey, <laughs> we're just taking a nice crazy stroll. random happenstance. So when you, um, when you visit Kyle Reed's office, the entire sort of um, pathway of offices, mm-hmm. they all appear to have been opened and, and searched, not necessarily searched as in, I'm looking for this very particular yeah. thing and throwing everything out. They appear to have taken some books out and laid them down and just sort of, Gone through everything. Yeah. So they, they appear to have looked through, but it wasn't like they were looking for anything in particular, but they are aware of Kyle Reed and his office, uh-huh. um, as well as the fact that the the, the body is there. there. And cool. Tony was also um, familiar with everything that sort of happened sure. within the office as well. Okay. That's, is the, so I'm assuming that the body is no longer there then. That's correct. Okay, yeah. cool. That's fine with me. All right. All right. So you guys are, are done sort of doing your um, your second route. Micah, was there anything that you were checking out, looking for? No, nah, so I just wanted to stretch my legs some more. We're <laughs> just being friends. Nono's like, hey, you want to come? It's like, yeah, sure. That's Nono's me. walking and Micah's like doing lunges, like following. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Basically, actually. That. Fantastic. I love it. So yeah, you, you guys do that. You get your some more information. You point uh, Rodana to the information that you were getting about sort of the factory and that, mm-hmm. that shell. And she thanks you guys and says, I'll get something together. I forgot a thing. Yep. I also would be interested in attempting to find out where the space station was before it did the unauthorized spike drill. Un- unsecured. Space yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. Sorry, I, it's a lot of words. From your uh, your, your study of the um, the, the notes mm-hmm. surrounding, um, particularly um, Kyle Reed's notes, it, it appeared that they were in close proximity to the planet of Gal, considering they were being gotcha. funded by the the Gal uh, oligarchy. Um, so just to keep travel time to a minimum, mm-hmm. makes sense. Um, but. Now you're in a very different part of the system, so it obviously was able to travel quite a quite a ways during that hyper jump. So yeah, you guys, a um, couple of days have passed. You've rested and recovered. You've sort of learned a little bit more about the um, the station itself as a whole. Mm-hmm. At and some point, uh, Alex gives that ball to Claire to give uh, her something to do while she's uh, in bed, like cool. the dog. Yeah, she um, she appreciates it. They <laughs> Good play, as she should. <laughs> they they're, they play fetch in the med bay. Um, she can't throw it quite far because she's still a little weak. But she kind of rolls it on the ground and he chases it <laughs> off after it. Um, so after a couple of days, um, Rodana meets with you guys again. Um, you guys are outside your your ship in the hangar where you guys were sort of hanging out, and she says, um. I think we've got a plan of action for uh, reaching into the factory and we'll talk about it next time. 
Sweet. Yeah. 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 Get some uh, carrots. Next time, yeah. next time we clap. <laughs> what? what are you talking about? Next time. Why are we fading out? Silent here right now. Why is my, why is my voice getting so quiet? <laughs> <laughs>